love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. FIT with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, fits? Everybody, fits happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. FIT with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play? This is the fit show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For Thursday, it's August 29th, 2019, and let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast. Get right over there. His name is Drew. I just found out I'm going to see my grandparents this weekend. Aww. Well, that's really good. Isn't that great? That is, I think that's really great, you know, but many people are still wondering, like, if you have a mother, because you always talk about your mom. You always say you talk talk to your mom. Nobody's ever seen her. I've known you for, like, close to over 14 years. I've never seen or met your mother. Well, that's my mom. You've got your own mom. Keep my mom private. My mom. Don't you think something's weird with this situation? Anybody else think this is weird? It's weird after 14 years that you've never met her. Bingo. That is kind of my odd. mom lives all the way down in Vancouver. How many times have you seen my mom? Probably over 20-something. Bingo. I rest my case. <laughs> That's because I went to Texas to see your mom. Can I have a piece of your mother's DNA? That is the weirdest question anyone has ever asked. Can you bring me. a strand of her hair up to the station, Drew, please, for scientific purposes? I'll have to figure some stuff out. Hey, Claire. Today is the birthday of my literally my favorite person on this planet, my Aunt oh, Bernice. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and you're never supposed to say a lady's age, but I'm going to because she's turning 95 today. Oh, nice. I love that. Happy birthday, Aunt Bernice. You know, my great Aunt Winnie made it to 99. And nice. She, she, <laughs> I'm not trying to be... She fell and she broke her hip. And then I yeah, think some people say the rest of my family pulled the plug on her. Yeah. Aunt Bernice is going to pull the plug on all of us. <laughs> Out with y'all. <laughs> She's kicked a lot of asses and she is not done kicking wow. them. She ain't scared. All right. Ryder, <laughs> the youngin, what is up? Oh, it's Thursday, which means it's technically Friday Eve. Oh, yeah? Nice. That's what it is. Today. It is Friday Eve. <laughs> and after the events of this week, he may never buy toilet paper again. Our host... <laughs> Yeah, if you're just tuning in, I, I I have a big lot stalker. Every time I go to certain big lots, somebody follows me and watches what I buy in big lots. And John I'm, you know, is a big fan. Likes to watch that's okay. Toilet. All right. With that, folks, <laughs> what are you kidding me stories on the way? Here comes Thursday. Let's go. It happens live. And now. Now. What are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Getting ready to deliver the news that didn't make the news out of California. Oh, that DNA. Man in California recently used the toilet during a burglary last year and he didn't flush. Guys, I am not making this up. We all know about the technology with DNA right now. I mean, the technology is pretty much unbelievable. You know, 23andMe now. They, I mean, they got all of them. They could figure out anything. Mm-hmm. So the police officers used what the burglar left behind in the toilet to capture the DNA. They just arrested him last week. What? Wow. Based off what they captured. I, what did he steal? It's a home. That's like a CSI. Home That's crap scene investigation. And it's happened on CSI. <laughs> if he had just watched a few seasons of that, he yeah. Would have known so that. wait, something like that has happened yes, on CSI before? I oh yeah. I swear to Lord, 
Lord, there was an episode oh of CSI where they found something in the potty and, and this they must have been got an important them. person's house because they would not yeah. spend a year of prosecutorial time and lab time and the expense of DNA tests if they stole someone's VCR. No, this had to be a big one. Yeah. This was some sort of a, th- this guy did a heist or something. My, yeah. my only question is, why is this always happening with burglars? Why do they always go to the potty right afterwards? They're, it's nerves. It, oh, they're nervous. nervous. Yeah, it's not like a signature. Like yeah, I was here. They got to unload somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go to page two. What are you kidding me? I'm gonna take you out of Brazil. Brazil needs to behave. Behave. This is actually scary. More than half a billion bees dropped dead in Brazil within just three months. Oh no, we need those. Oh, we need them. All right. Researchers say the main cause of death is is pesticides, which could end up affecting more than the bees. Guys, if the bees aren't on the earth, so goes the bees, so goes the planet. Wise gentleman told me that some t- uh, one time. It's true. No, this is one of those I believe where, so goes the bees, so goes the rest of the planet. Yeah. This is one of those things where we, uh, people get mad about the amount of regulation things we have here. Oh, they, they've you know, outlawed this chemical or this this was a really good pesticide, but they won't let us use it anymore. This is why regulation is good for these kind of things. But is it really pesticides or is it something else? Is it, is it environment? I mean, is it... Uh, it sounds like it, they're saying pesticides in this case. Yeah. In this case, they probably yeah. are using some super toxic killer, right. you know, Which we fungicide used to use. or insecticide. Yeah. And mm-hmm. bees are very integral, <laughs> integral, yes. integral to the world because, I mean, they, they're they like the pollinators of everything. Yeah. yeah. They pick up pollen for their honey, but then uh, like when they go to other flowers or other places, they drop that other pollen off. Mm-hmm. So. The whole reason we have the fauna and the flora is because of the bees. That's right. Mm-hmm. All right, then. There you go. Uh, by the way. Oh, I, I don't even want to read the rest of the, the bumblebee numbers because they're continuing to go. Mm-hmm. Certainly some billionaire somewhere hopefully is, is storing all the bees somewhere. So, right? I mean, mm-hmm. they have people that are seeing this going down. And, yes, beekeepers. Mm-hmm. Well, not just beekeepers. I mean, like people with uh, probably living in caves and stuff. Have you seen the X-Files movie? I have not. Mm-hmm. That's that's your bee answer right there. It's <gasps> aliens. Okay. There Ooh. you go, ladies and gentlemen. Gonna, if we don't take care of the bees, the aliens will. Oh. Okay. All right, there you go. Kind of freaking out right now. You got the... <laughs> what are, are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Fitz Happens Live. <laughs> Fitz Happens. It's, it's the Fitz Show. How did you catch your cheater? We'd love to hear from you right now, wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. So <laughs> let, let's let's sort of re- so recycle. What, uh, we just heard from Kelsey, and what Kelsey told us was she suspected her boyfriend this is what i got out of it she suspected her boyfriend so she basically set up a sting she had another friend of hers start texting him it sounded like had a friend come on to him and he took the bait uh well i went to my boyfriend's house at the time and we were already having some issues because i know he's talking to other girls and i actually set him up okay hey wait, wait, um, hey, hey real quick no 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 other names okay and and don't don't okay. say your boyfriend's name either yeah i okay. won't okay thank so, you so um we're sitting on the, the couch, and I had left, and I had hit her up, and I was like, hey, will you do me a favor? I'm pretty sure he's cheating on me. Will you text him and see? And sure. Mm-hmm. Mm. Which, that's entrapment. I'm not 100% sure that that's okay, but if she already suspected him as a cheater, then... No, what do you mean entrapment? Entrapment, the fact, th- entrapment th- th- is, is the law. <laughs> We're talking about relationships. This is the jungle, man. There's no law. <laughs> <laughs> This is the jungle, baby. Back into the jungle. <laughs> <gonna break> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're, th- 
You're saying it's entrapment if somebody intentionally throws that temptation on yeah, someone? And I've heard of this. I've seen it in movies and TV shows where they, they have the gorgeous woman come up and hit on their man to see if he takes the bait. It's like... I mean, if yes, if he takes someone home, or if he does, if he goes to the next level, but if he's just you know, appreciating the attention, then yeah. that's not cheating yet. But if so, you're if you're so sure that they're cheating that you're willing to set them up, that might not be the relationship right. for Bingo. you. You might you're just right. want to get out. Ahead. There's yeah. no trust right. there uh, from, from the start. You're What's saying. the point? Yeah, right. yeah. What do you need the proof for? This is the Fit Show. Fit happens live. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. And uh, mine's pretty quick. It's uh, There's actually a new blood test right now that can pretty much tell you when and how you're going to go. My question is, does anyone is anybody going to get that test? And would you want to know, uh, like, when... And how you're probably going to go out based off of this blood test that is, it's, I mean, they could read anything now. It's out and about. Would you do it? Yes. So your next physical, you're telling me that you're going to tell your doctor that you want that, that particular blood test is going to tell you how and when you're probably going to go. Well, first off, I don't think it necessarily knows exactly how and when. It'll tell you if you're predisposed to particular diseases and and if you are, how much time you have. So I would like to know if they tell you, yeah, it looks like you've got... 20 solid years at the on the you know you can count on 20 after that it's a guess you get stuff done that you might not you might have put off cuz look we all procrastinate would you guys do that absolutely dang yeah. i admire your mental strength yeah. i, I mean, think i would cower and ask you guys to throw cold water on me in a bathtub <laughs> <laughs> wow you're talking like you had a kidney stolen <laughs> scary all right, Drew, what about you? Choose your news. Well, before you kick off uh, on that little journey there, you got to relive your, or you got to live mm-hmm. your Top Gun fantasy. And now you can <gasps> yes. with your very own F 16 fighter jet. Uh, there was currently an F 16 listed for sale from a Florida company. This is. This is a real deal F-16. This is a newly surplused U.S. F-16 fighter jet for $8.5 million. That's, That's right. How do you get certified to fly it? You got to have a lot of hours. You got to okay. do a lot of time. It's if not- you can afford the plane, you can afford a couple lessons. Yeah, you can afford the lessons. <laughs> yeah. Now, here's the thing. It, it's not as easy as just paying $8.5 million. Apparently, there is a ton. These are thoroughbred aircraft. They require so much maintenance to keep in the air. And they say sometimes they require as much as... Hundreds of hours of maintenance per hour they fly. I saw somebody selling selling that same jet on Facebook Marketplace. I just saw that. <laughs> they live in Bonnie Lake, don't they? No, no, it's in Florida. Okay, uh, it's oh. a 1980 model with 6,000 flight hours. So All right, it's hey, a deal. Claire, what about you? Choose your news. All right, boys, get a little straw poll here. Do mm-hmm. you type faster on your computer or on your phone, Fitz? I think I probably type faster on my iPad or computer. Yeah, Drew, definitely the computer, way faster. Ryder. Uh, it's actually a tie. I can type pretty fast on my computer and my phone. Excellent. I'm going to go with the computer, too. Well, according to a new survey, 68% of people say they are faster on a computer. Only 14% say they're faster on the phone. But there is a generational divide. Uh, it's age 35 seems to be the point at which you're either older than 35, better on the computer, younger than 35, better on the phone. Ah. Uh, See, yeah. I, t- I took a typing class in sixth grade. because they still I took typing, too. Is it ASDF, JKLSM? Oh, Remember the home keys? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. You had to put your fingers over oh, each yeah. yeah. yep. I don't know because I voice text everything anymore. I have, yes, no, I have no activation. idea how fast I can yeah. type because I, I just talk. Typing. That's my favorite yeah. thing. All right, Ryder, the young end, choose your news. Hey, you remember that big bear you had in your yard, Fitz? Yeah. yeah. Could you imagine if it was stealing your packages? Oh. oh. Yeah, family in Pennsylvania 
shared the video, the Newman family, they had a brown Newman. bear. They had Newman. a brown bear come up to their porch, <laughs> and there was packages on it, and it started pulling them away, tugging them away, and it took them back into the forest. Had they ordered meat? It looks like they might have ordered honey, and Winnie the Pooh was very hungry. Oh, yeah. The bear came up to my uh, my deck in the back of my house because my wife left some chicken legs in the trash in the bags. Trash. Oh. <laughs> they smelled those two counties away. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, oh, man. Now my neighbors are going to be mad. <laughs> Fit happens live. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. A lot of stuff is coming up. Um, Russell Dickerson is going to check in with the show. Yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about Mr. Blue Tacoma. California dude, the guy who sings these hit songs. You know, studies show that dad jokes bring families together. Do you remember that study that you regret telling me about a long time? I, uh, <laughs> I definitely regret. Uh, I saw it on the Today Show. They said that dad jokes actually yeah. help fathers and their children bond oh. over the ridiculousness. How about that, folks? <laughs> it's a dad joke. <laughs> a real bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> because dad your jokes are the worst if you have any good dad jokes uh, send me a message real quick facebook.com slash follow fits with a z facebook.com slash follow fits isn't good dad joke an oxymoron <laughs> yes just checking <clears throat> three years ago I married my best friend my girlfriend was angry, but Dave and me thought it was hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it's a dad joke. <laughs> a real bad joke. <laughs> because dad, your jokes are the worst. <laughs> this is The Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. All right, uh, stand by. We're getting ready for The Fitz Files. The good, the bad, and the gossip coming up in just a couple of minutes. What's it looking like today, Claire? Chrisley knows threats. We'll tell you by one reality show family daughter is seeking protection against her own father and brother. Drew is standing by with the Wednesday reality check. The makers of OxyContin and its owners, the Sackler family, offering between $10 and $12 billion to settle more than 2,000 lawsuits linked to the opioid crisis. That's right. The maker of OxyContin, the originator, which is Purdue Pharma, owned by the Sackler family, is facing over 2,000 lawsuits related to the addictive nature and the damage done by that opioid crisis. Uh, They're basically considered the source of the opioid crisis. 
So right now they are negotiating somewhere between 10 and $12 billion in settlements. We know that uh, Oklahoma just dropped that huge uh, case on Johnson & Johnson. It, we're seeing these states start to shift towards looking for the blame and looking for these companies that created this problem to start cleaning up the mess uh, that, that you know, local states have been dealing with, you know, law enforcement, hospitals, the insurance system. Everyone's been dealing with the fallout from the addiction crisis with, it, uh, with the opioids. Uh, under this current deal, the Sacklers are looking to contribute $3 billion of their own money towards the total, and they said they would file, file Chapter 11 bankruptcy and basically transform their wealth into a beneficiary trust, a public trust, and they would re- relinquish control of the company. Somehow I suspect that they probably won't end up, end up destitute and penniless at the end of this this whole thing. <laughs> no. Initially, they they had said they weren't worth anything. Yeah. Uh, they've, they've reeled that back in a little bit, and now they're, they're basically copping to some of the culpability, and they are willing to put money up to take care of the problem. And there you go. That's the Thursday reality check. Just letting you know, it's the Fit Show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. This huge story came down last week about Chrisley Knows Best's family, Todd Chrisley and his wife, who've been indicted for tax evasion and a whole bunch of other things. And it came out that among the people who reported them and gave information to the feds were his daughter, Lindsay. Now, Lindsay's not been a part of the reality show. She's trying to distance herself from the family. And she claimed last week, as part of when these accusations came out, that they had actually tried to extort her with with nudie pictures, basically, of her that Todd had found on the Internet and was threatening her with. His own daughter, right? This is his own daughter. daughter. It was a video, all that stuff. Well, now she's gone the next step. She's actually hired an armed security guard around the clock to protect her from her own family and, sources say, with good reason. Because you have to remember her brother, Kyle, who was one of the people that she claims was with her dad trying to extort her, does have an arrest for battery in the past. So he's considered a dangerous guy. Mm-hmm. So think about that. Your own family, just because they're the stars of some kind so of TV money, show, right? Money will do that to a you. Lot. They, have, they got way too much money, these people. Oh. Way too much money. That says a ton about him in one of two ways. He either says that his own daughter believes he's capable of harming her, which uh-huh. is terrible. Yeah. Or she's maybe doing this just as like a public assassination, like a public way of destroying his characters, uh, in which case the fact that she's willing to do that or wants to go to that level also says a bunch in of In which case, yes. Christmas is not going to be the same either way. No. I think Christmas is canceled. No. Nobody's going <laughs> to nobody's gonna pass the taters. I'm yeah. thinking oh. not. Yeah. You want to spend Christmas with your dad that said he's going to release your sex tape? Yep. Christmas with wow. the uh, hey Fitz, do your kids think that it's so cool that you're the guy from the radio, or are you just a big fat nerd? My kids used to think that, and now my kids are ashamed when I even post something on Instagram. Yeah, I would say your younger kids still think it's cool. Yeah, my babies, my babies think it's awesome, but I still think deep down my older kids do. I mean, I don't know. I I, I really don't even know if they know what I do for a living. Sometimes oh. you are in exact company with yeah. McDreamy himself. Patrick yes. Dempsey from Grey's Anatomy. I'm McFitzy. Yep. yep. His kids now officially make fun of him for being a heartthrob. They think the people's sexiest man alive thing is the funniest thing that ever happened on the planet. Yeah. He said his 17-year-old daughter always felt this way. His twin 12-year-old sons thought he was the greatest thing in the world until they turned 12. 
and now they're like, get away from me, Dad. But you know, in a couple of years, they're, they're going to be uh, extra proud of the fact. Like when they're around 18, 19 years old, the, the kids are going to be like, yeah, my dad's McDreamy. Right. Mm-hmm. That's going to be well, the coolest thing. Well, when they're thing. spending his money, yeah. They'll be like, hey, go make more McDreamy. Is the Grey's Anatomy season 29 on by now? Yeah. I thought hey, I'd only killed you off, but come on back here, doctor. McDreamy just got me a new McPorsche. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it time to remake Can't Buy Me Love? <laughs> that was great. Go. That was a good one. What that about one the one? Is that just need a remake. Was that the one with the extra anchovies? That's the one. That's the one. Can't Buy Me Love. What a great movie. No, that's Loverboy. I'm sorry. That's Loverboy. Lover Can't Buy Me Love is the one with the telescope. Yes. The blonde girl. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. There you go. You've got the good, <laughs> the bad, and the gossip. You've got the Fitz Files. Fits happens live. live. Fits happens live. 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 Every little, every little, every little thing about her love. You make me better than I was before. Thank God I'm yours. Heaven anywhere. It's in a So Dickerson, what's up? Hey! hey. <laughs> Man, what's up? how you living? How you doing? Oh, bro, we're living right. We're out here uh, on tour with Mr. Thomas Rhett in Arkansas right now, and life is good, baby. That's what I was going to ask you. Describe the atmosphere right now so we can picture where you are. A lot of people don't know about Arkansas, how beautiful Arkansas really is. Do, do you kind of you know feel the same way about Arkansas? Oh, yeah. Arkansas is beautiful, man. We're, uh, well, you know, we get to see the backstage area. And then they're, they're building a the top golf right in front of us. So that's pretty awesome. Whoa, top golf. <laughs> yeah. Arkansas moving on up. What have, uh, what's the past couple of weeks been looking like for you? I mean, obviously you've been traveling. Uh, some of the cities you've hit the past few weeks. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've been to Texas. We've been to uh, North Carolina, South Carolina. We were in uh, Atlanta, so it's just been it's been all over the place for us, and uh, yeah, but it's been amazing. Who would you say Russell has been a huge influence for you? I mean, you know, early on, um, who who did you focus on and say, man, if I could only you know reach that level, who was that individual for you? It's like it's like a combination of Garth Brooks, you know, with his like epic stadium, with like a little Shania Twain rock and roll kind of vibe. And then, like, with songs like the Dixie Chicks. Ah, oh, wow. Yeah. You know that's what I mean? Like, a cool mix. I don't know. Just, like, the fun, the fun, amazing songwriting that they have with the arena stadium status of Garth and Shania. Russell, I got to watch you at CRS. I guess it was this last year. And, I mean, what I was really impressed with was, you know, your energy that you brought on the stage. I mean... It was a dead room in the beginning, and then you get up there, do your thing, and, and it was a different room after that. That's got to be cool yeah, to, bring, to, to be the energy bringer, right? Absolutely. And that's, you know, we try to change the atmosphere of, of every place we walk into and just drop a big old joy bomb in there and, <laughs> uh, you know, get the, get the party going. And that's, you know, that's what we do every night, man. You know, I've heard that you and Thomas Rhett are, are really, really good buddies. You've even babysat Thomas Rhett's children and stuff. Being around his babies. I mean, is it giving you that 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 baby bug? Does it make you want to oh, have a whole bunch sure. of babies? 
Absolutely. I want a bunch of babies. <laughs> uh, well, you're talking to the right guy, Russell. He'll walk yes, you through yes. it. Just talking to fits will give you two or three. Oh, dude, I have five, dude, I have five kids, Russell. Five. Yes, that's yeah. amazing. I oh, love yeah. that. Oh, it is. All right, hang on for me. We'll get back in minutes. It happens live. It happens live. He's Russell Dickerson, everybody. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. All right, so I was wondering... Before we wrap up here, if I could do what we call our world famous uh, interrogation interview. Oh gosh, yes, I'm like I'm I'm ready. Okay, so li- I just want you know, imagine you and I, we are in an interrogation room, flashlights right up in your grill. You are being interrogated, and and just you know, first thing that comes to your mind, you must answer these questions. Okay, is it true that you don't keep the awards you win? That your parents keep them at their house? <laughs> You want to look at him. (laughs) We are interrogating Russell Dickerson right now. How did you reward yourself with your first big paycheck? Uh, I bought a 78 white K5 blazer. Nice. Oh, I dig that. I would have gone 75 yeah. for the full removable top, but 78 is a beautiful uh, Yeah, I know. That was the dream, but, you know, <laughs> that, 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 first, that first check is only so big. <laughs> Russell, if you could go streaking and not get in trouble, where would it be? Uh, I would strip on the Vegas Strip. Oh, good Whoa. spot. Nice spot. <laughs> if you owned a restaurant, what kind of food would you serve, Russell? Ooh, uh, oh gosh, that is a great question. I would serve like sesame chicken lo mein, but like a little, a little upscale. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Nice, some fancy Asian for you got sure. An Asian fusion restaurant going. P. Yeah. F. Dickerson's. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. P. F. Dickerson's. P. F. Russell. And what are you looking forward to? That has absolutely nothing to do with work or your career right now. Uh, you know what? We just so we just bought a house in Nashville. We bought a, another house, and there's a bunch of trees and brush and everything. And I'm so excited about clearing all that out. That's like all nice. our research right now. <laughs> land clearing. Getting on YouTube, trying to find the landscaping stuff. Gonna get a bush. Oh hog? yeah, yeah. I I found a guy in Nashville, and he. He knocks down trees and grinds them up into mulch, and I'm like, I literally cannot be more excited to just watch this dude demolish my yard. <laughs> that is so cool. <laughs> are you are you amazed with the growth of Nashville right now? I mean, uh, I mean, basically every week that passes by, it seems like that skyline is different, right? It's changing yeah, that much. Oh, it's, it's crazy. Like we get home off the weekend, and there's a brand new apartment building popped up, you know, on either side of the street. It's in, it's insane. Well, listen, man, we, we are excited for, you know, your talent and, and your energy and the hits that you're going to bring to radio. Thank you for your time. I cannot wait to see how, uh, you know, the destruction of the trees on your property ends up. And we can will be on Instagram for sure. <laughs> <laughs> He's Russell Dickerson, everybody. Thank you guys so much. We'll see y'all soon. You bet. See you, friend. All right. Happens. It's the Fit Show. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. Every single day on the show, we do the good stuff around this time. And um, this is a very, very bizarre story. There's a couple named Zach and Cindy Edwards. They got married in Orange Beach, Alabama. 
recently, and they were taking wedding photos on the beach afterward. And this woman runs up, and she says, oh my God, somebody's drowning, somebody's drowning. This is like right after their wedding. And it turned out a high school kid got caught in the what? Riptide. The riptide. Mm -hmm. And the lifeguards on duty, they were in the middle of saving someone else, so they really, they weren't there to help. Luckily, Zach... Happens to be a former lifeguard who is uh, now in the Coast Guard. Nice. <laughs> so Cindy immediately told him that he had to go. He had to go save this child. He started taking off his, his dress clothes, but she told him that, you know, he didn't have time. You just got to go. So he just dove in with his pants on. He swam out, grabbed the kid, and he kept his head above water until someone with a jet ski got them both back to shore. Wow. wow. And Zach and Cindy say it made for a very, very unique wedding day, and now they're excited to have a great story to tell their grandkids. Yeah, talk about the right place, right time. Yeah, and they saved the little dude's life. <gasps> yeah, oh, my gosh. Him. Yeah. Well, they. The groom saved him. Well, the, the bride saved. spotted him. And it was the bride saying, hey, you do not have time to remove uh, your, your nice tuxedo from yeah. Al's formal wear. Yeah, he's, it's a <laughs> rental. Right. This, but, honey, it's a rental. <laughs> but, anyway, uh, the little kid is alive, and he is well. Good. When it comes to riptides, I mean, I, I, how do you react in that situation? If you get caught, so you, all right, you're in the ocean, whatever, and you notice that you're kind of being taken out, what do you do then? You swim perpendicular to the beach. Right. You don't swim back toward the beach or, or of course, away. You swim yeah. perpendicular to the beach, like along the beach at a slight angle. Yep. Almost like you're trying to s- swim parallel with the shore. Yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. To the parallel shore. is what I meant. Gosh, I, oh, you said yeah. Perpendicular. Yeah. Yeah. I did not mean swim that. I meant parallel. parallel to the shore. You want it. You don't. You trying to fight. You think by getting out of the water, you'll fight the tide, but you're just fighting to stay in it. If you swim parallel to the shore, you actually swim out of the riptide. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that's kind of a weird sensation because even Very though you know weird. you're being taken out, mm-hmm. you still have to say, okay, this is what I have. This is it, where. It's right up there when you're on when you slip yeah. on ice in your car. You're you know turn into the spin, and you always want to go the other way. Correct. Mm-hmm. You drive into the worse. spin. Yeah. You it's just the same go thing. with the. Go with it. Go, go with the flow. To the shore. Go yep. with the flow. All right. There you go. That is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. Every day, Fitz happens. Every day's a Friday. I'm, we're not doing our job if, if it you know doesn't feel like a Friday. And you know what? There's something we could all agree on. We are all jacked up individuals. All jacked up. Right now, we want to hear about those things you do when you're all alone, those quirky habits that you do that maybe, well, maybe make you think that you are all jacked up. Uh, I have a new one right now. It's weird because, well, my Boston Terrier, Susie, she's been peeing a little bit more lately and stuff, you know, because she's got liver cancer. And uh, I'm not trying to use that as an excuse, but for some reason, she's peeing a little bit more. And, and by the way, little update, we're, we're taking care of that. She's got her little doggy oncologist, and Susie's doing great. But with that, I have uh, a pair of, like, slides, sandals for downstairs, and then I have, like, a pair of slides for upstairs, like when I went in my bathroom. Because mm-hmm. I just, at this point, I don't want to walk around, you know, the carpet yet. Mm-hmm. So does that, is that weird that I have two different pairs of shoes for sort of each floor? No, I, th- I actually think that's really good thinking. I think you're yeah. pretty smart. That's what's all jacked up, you're thinking, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay. All right, uh, Drew, anybody else have one? I have one. I consider 
the expiration date on foods to be kind of a challenge. I, I think they're way liberal. I think they're all about trying to get you to buy more food. My girlfriend hates this. So I will look at something that expired last week, and if it checks out the sniff test, I'm eating it. Does oh. that make me all jacked up? Yeah, yeah. Specific, it's, it really does because you you can't even look at the sight of someone chewing gum without like vomiting. I know, but yes, but you're food, okay with expired food. Yes, well, you're so jacked up. Anymore. You got to be careful. I was going to say, didn't something like explode in your stomach? Yeah. Right. His gallbladder did. Read me up. It's probably why you eat expired food. So uh, I know a good dumpster down the street if you like to. When people ask me like how far it takes to get some place or how long somewhere, I measure it by songs on the radio. So, for example, oh. yesterday, uh, it took me six minutes to get home. Uh, it actually took me Bohemian Rhapsody to get home yesterday. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, I flipped on the radio song. that was on, and by the time I got to Galileo, I was almost home. Yeah, Honey, awesome. when are you coming home? Uh, you know what? About one once, one or two songs, I'll be I'll be Exactly. Yeah. All right, Ryder the Younger, what about you? Uh, so I have these uh, kids that live in my neighborhood. They're all probably about 12 to 13 years old, and they, they like to run around and like push over garbage cans and act all crazy. So I like to mess with them by blasting uh, Barbie Girl in my car. And then driving by him really slowly and giving him the mean. Oh, mug. great! You're that guy. Oh. Yeah. Way, way to make children think you're going to kidnap them. Jeez. I'm just setting them straight. I'm letting them know somebody's watching them and they're and they're listening to Barbie Girl. Yeah. <laughs> by the all... way, the creepy guy, Ryder the Young, and you guys blasting Barbie Girl. Am I all jacked up? Yeah. Oh, so jacked up. All right, uh, we're going to get to your calls in a little bit. How are you all jacked up? Fit happens live. This is Fitz territory. Fitz happens. Live. 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 Welcome back to the show. If you're just tuning in, we're, we're talking about all those little quirky things you do when, when you're all alone that, you know, makes you and kind of makes the entire world think that you are straight up all jacked up. I'm all jacked up. Share yours with us right now. We just shared all of ours, some some crazy ones, some weird ones. I love that. This is one of my favorite bits. The texts that come in are eye-opening, to say the least. <laughs> and come on, a minute. We are all jacked up. I've got a good starter. Okay. I will not, under any circumstance, get into a white car. I'm just not doing it. Does that make me all jacked up? Kind of reminds me, remember? Me and the white vans. Yeah. Oh. I completely freak out over white vans, and it started when I was a kid because my parents told me that you know white vans go around North Texas, and they told me that they were sacrificing children my age. I'm not even kidding. And that was the rumor going around for like a couple of years. Mm. My entire junior high was looking for the white van. And yet no Being let out of school for the white van. Right. And you still feel that way. I hate white vans. <laughs> well, this person hates all white cars. I think that's that's definitely jacked up. So They're just out, hating yeah. one particular color of car? Yep. Because of one story you heard Just from your childhood? I don't know. That's all, right. all jacked up. Completely jacked up. All jacked up. All right, there are two people in my office that are both really shy and kind of grumpy. I like to sneak up on them and scare them. And other times I like to say hi and wave at them just because I know it annoys them. Am I all jacked up? Yes, <laughs> you are. Completely. You're annoying. You're annoying. You're annoying. And yes, I think I may steal that behavior. <laughs> All right, uh, let's go to Melissa right now. Hi. Hi, is this Melissa? Hi, yeah, this is Melissa. <laughs> okay, Melissa, go ahead. Um, so, my hangover cure is a bagel 
So sometimes when I go with my friends, I keep a bagel in my pocket for later. Does that make me all jacked up? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'd say that makes you well-prepared. <laughs> you carry a bagel in your pocket. All jacked up. <laughs> it's, it's actually brilliant to have a spare bagel. Yeah. <laughs> Only one without it. Do we have anyone else? Do you? Yeah. Hey, John, what's up? Hey, dude. What's up, dude? Um, sometimes when I go shopping, I like to spy on people that buy toilet paper. Does that make me all jacked up? <laughs> Wait a second, John. Is this Big Lots John? Didn't you call earlier? I'm a P1. I listen. <laughs> I know, but you called me earlier asking me when I was going to be at Big Lots again, didn't you? Well, I want to know when to spy on you while you're buying your toilet paper. <laughs> Why? So this time I can say hi. <laughs> Hang on a second. <laughs> this is Fitz Happens Live. Fitz Happens Live. Welcome. Welcome back to that Fitz Show. It's that Fitz Show. There's Drew and Claire and Ryder the Youngin is right over there. And send us a message on Facebook. Facebook.com slash follow Fitz. Let's do a little round of binge brags right now. Like, uh, what is something that you're watching right now that you want to share with the world? You know, I recently I've been talking about Yellowstone with Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner is a billionaire rancher, modern day rancher in Montana. But then all of a sudden, these people uh, from all over the country they want to start building the condos and, and the massive resorts. And then Kevin Costner has struggles within his family, and then some major drama goes down. Ooh. I really want you to check out this show, Yellowstone. It's on the Paramount Network. Uh, you, most cable has it. You could. You, where, where have you been watching Yellowstone? Uh, I, I have Roku, yes. so usually I have to buy things. But for whatever reason, the Paramount Channel is mm-hmm. free, okay. or at least Yellowstone is free. Well, yeah, and then I know I know that it's on Amazon Prime. You can get the Paramount Channel. So oh, can uh, you maybe really? That, maybe that's why with, I have with it. The, the yeah. Amazon Prime and the uh, Fire Stick. Yeah. Guys, watch it. You're gonna you're gonna send me a message on Facebook. You're gonna say, Fitz, thank you for that suggestion. Thank you. So Yellowstone. Right or the young, and what about you? You got a bench break? Oh yeah! So I just got into this uh, show. It's a docu series on Netflix, okay. and it is called The Family. It oh, is uh, the leader Doug Coe is the most infamous man in Washington D.C. that you have never heard about. He came up with this thing called uh, what is it? The brunch. Mm-hmm. It's basically this breakfast. It's a prayer breakfast, and it started back when Eisenhower was president. And every single person is it like a skull and bone society sort of thing. Yes. Uh, every like on the single- Simpsons, we do, we yes. do. But every single president since Eisenhower has gone to this breakfast, and this breakfast is not held by the White House; it's held by a Christian community. Uh, yeah. It's totally true. This is mind-boggling weird. Oh, I believe, I, I believe all this stuff is going on right now. Yeah, we are in the middle of some straight-up craziness. The whole thing oh, yeah, is like, is. yeah. The whole thing is, is like, it doesn't matter if you're Republican or Democrat. It matters yeah. whether or not you stand beside the. If you're a family friend, then mm-hmm. you're set for life in Washington D.C. Interesting. Wow. Uh, Drew, you got one? Yeah, I just started uh, watching Glow Season 3. It just came out this week. I bet you did. Oh, it's such a great show. Pretty uh, ladies in Glow. It, yes, but that's not it. what it's... Honestly, that's not what it's about. It, it's about the... It's so well written. It's set in the 80s. I mean, I remember Glow when it was an actual thing. It's not exactly based on the real Glow. It's, it's loosely based on it. It's, but yeah. they just went... They take it in such great directions. The 80s part of it's awesome, but the stories are really amazing. Like you really get into these characters. It's on Netflix. And it's still and it's still going on right now, Glow, cuz I watched like the fr- I think I watched the first season. Yeah. Season yeah. 3 just came out okay. uh I think Friday. 
Dang. It is good. It's, it is good. Yeah. <laughs> it was showing basically women coming up and wrestling and saying, hey, we can do it too. After I watched a little bit of the first season, my wife got mad at me because I was walking around the living room with leg warmers on. <laughs> yeah. Holy <laughs> I still, I still like them. They're comfortable. <laughs> Claire, you got something we should all binge brag? Oh, man. I Like Ryder, I've been on a documentary tear, too. I've watched like yes. all the Fire Festival ones, all that kind of stuff. But the best one I've watched is called I Love You, Now Die. This is about, Whoa. do you remember a few years ago that girl who, who had text messages to her boyfriend and convinced him to commit suicide? Yes, yes that blonde this girl. This is about her trial. And if you think there's eyebrows. not, I called her eyebrows. There's not two hours worth of information there is, but the one thing you will take away from this is put spyware on your kids' phones. Yeah. Correct. I don't care Claire, what you do. Yes, Claire there you go. 100% the right. Parenting is not a democracy. No. Know what your kids are doing. That's mm-hmm. Yeah, you're absolutely right. They, kids don't, just like my dad used to tell me, kids don't have any rights. Nope. Nope. Right. They don't. Yes, look in their right. drawers, get on their phones, look in their Snapchats. Yep. You're going to be amazed at, at what you it. find. My little kids are <laughs> straight up, up psychos. <laughs> oh, and I wouldn't know that unless I did some true investigating. <laughs> the Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's, on. it's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. Drew is standing by with the Wednesday reality check. Then a dozen of Jeffrey Epstein's accusers finally got their chance to speak out in front of a judge demanding justice after Epstein's death. Yes, this is actually a very unusual proceeding. It took place Tuesday in the Southern District Court uh, in New York. More than a dozen women women stood up, publicly told their stories. Uh, There was a lot of uh, kind of a sense of healing in the courtroom. Now, what's unusual about this is that typically, uh, obviously, victims are always allowed to speak uh, in, in a criminal case. But when a, when a defendant dies, it typically ends the case. Uh, in fact, the law is very clear about that. Now, it's very unusual for a judge to order additional hearings after the death of, an, uh, of a defendant like this. Um, so it's it's not a normal case, and obviously there's there's a lot to unpack because even though Epstein is obviously no longer uh, involved in the case, there are a lot of other people that this testimony could help to convict or could help to bring into the light uh, who were also responsible for victimizing people related to the Epstein charges. So there is still a court case here. There is still culpability to be found out and to be basically pointed out and identified. And there will probably be a lot of criminal proceedings that still have yet to come in this case. And there you go. That's the Thursday reality check. Now it's the Fit Show. This is the Fit Show. Fitch happens live. Everybody, welcome back to the show. Welcome to Thursday. Follow me on my Twitter. I'm gonna I'm gonna pimp my Twitter right now. Two words. Follow Fitz. If you go to Twitter, type in follow Fitz with a Z, follow Fitz, you'll find me. Hey Drew, what about you? I am all about the Instagram and it is IG. That's uh, uh critical Drew on Instagram. Claire? Uh, I am on Instagram at Claire Beverly Radio, but I'm mostly on Twitter at Claire Beverly. All right. And uh, and, and if, if you're just jumping into the show, maybe you've been gone on vacation, that's Claire. Claire uh, has been in, you know, jumping in with us the past couple of months, but she was in sales and she was too funny to be in sales. So we, we, we put her on the radio. <laughs> Jokes don't sell. Yeah. That's a kind way of saying I wasn't very good at sales. So no. Thank you very much. She couldn't sell a dang thing. All of her customers loved her. They just didn't want to buy anything from yes. her. Yes. Funny, don't pay the bills. 
Oh, boy. All right, and uh, Ryder the Young, and he's right over there. Where, where do you want people to follow you on social media? You know, I'm huge on Insta. Oh, no, I'm not huge on Instagram. I love Instagram, but yeah. I'm getting getting into Twitter a lot more because of Claire. So go ahead and follow me on Twitter. It's at Ryder the Youngin. Youngin is spelled Y-O-U-N-G-N. Uh, in case you missed it on the show, I, I, I shared recently that my little puppy dog, Susie Lou Snuffleupagus, um, she just went in, you know, normal doctor's appointment. She wasn't feeling good. Had some diarrhea and stuff, and they diagnosed her with having, you know, liver cancer. So she has liver cancer right now. We are fighting it. She's about to have a surgery, um, and it's a surgery we're really excited about. She is going to have, you know, the tumor removed from her liver. Good. Um, but when we go in places now, and, and and I have been known to bring my dog inside places, especially right now she's not feeling good. Yeah. And she had a little diarrhea accident just yesterday oh. in a retail store, oh. and it was embarrassing. But, but I, I tried to share with everybody what was going on. Uh, I think they understood, but how did your, I'd love to hear from you right now, wherever you are right now, how did your pet embarrass you? You know what, your pet or even your child, how did your pet or your child embarrass you recently? Drew, you have one of these stories where I'm sure your dog, your, one of your former dogs, God rest its soul, probably embarrassed itself, uh, uh, embarrassed you in my house. No, well you, okay. So I can't my- believe that you're going to say this right now. That I was going to blame it on you or blame it on I, How could you Susie? possibly blame what happened with your dog in my house on me? Well, I felt like there was no blame. You tried to turn the blame on me, and I'm just defending. So what happened is my dog had this uh, big cancer uh, tumor on her arm. It was kind of in the armpit area. It's huge. It's about the size of a baseball. Yeah. And I brought her over tumor. to Fitz's house. And Susie, who was – this is several years ago. So she was younger, full of energy. She was jumping up and down on my dog, and she nicked it. She, she scratched, scratched the tumor, it and it had its. It was she punctured full the tumor. of blood flow, so yeah. it it started bleeding everywhere, all over oh. the kitchen. Oh, oh no! And then of course the dogs yeah. were running around the house, and there's blood going everywhere oh, all through the house. Of course, like, he's didn't care. Care. and I, I felt bad, but he's he's turned it into this thing, and it's not a thing. But if I have to blame someone, I blame Susie. <laughs> I I blame your dog's tumor. <laughs> oh my god! Bleeding all over my kitchen. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, Anyway, that wasn't going to be my embarrassment story. I was going to say my my current dog Ace Man humped somebody's leg once, and he's not a, yeah. he's not a leg humper. And that's where where I was going. He's that's not yeah. that guy at all. He doesn't oh. do he that. But then it. we're in public, and now he's doing it. Yeah. And he did it to someone. Yeah, it was oh terrible. no, it was super yeah. embarrassing. Little Ace Man's got a problem. Yeah. <laughs> all right, hey, we'd love to hear from you in a few minutes. How did your uh, your pet embarrass you, or even your child, for that matter? Welcome to the show. Fits happens. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. The Fit Show. It is Thursday. On Thursday, we like to we like to celebrate, we, and we like to embrace Throwback Thursday. Now, this is a story all about how this world is turning upside down, so I'd like to take a minute. Just sit right there. It's Throwback Thursday, and it's on the air. And here's what I have for you today. I'm going to take you back. Uh, to April of 2005 when this was released. I've always thought this guy was a huge talent, and I don't know what happened. He just kind of went away for a little bit, I believe. You guys remember Josh Grayson? Yes. Yeah. Remember that song, Stay With Me, Brass Bed? Huh. I, call, oh. I, call, I call it the Brass Bed song. Um, this is a good booty song. Okay. This is an official This is a, a, a good baby-making song. Um, I can't wait to, to play it. You're going to love this. You're, with the second I play it, you're going to be like, oh my God, yes, that song was a jam. We can Yeah. 
Cody written all over it. <laughs> this is such a lovemaking song. So I'm gonna. Why are you wasting it on us? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. None of us are coming home with you. Yeah. Stop looking at us all that way. I told you I don't like you like that. Right. I don't like you like that. I like like you, but I don't like like you. Okay. Hey, Drew, what you got for Throwback Thursday? Well, in these turbulent times in this nation, I think there's something that's missing, and that is good protest music. Music that makes people think. <laughs> is this Rage Against all the Machine? About booty. Right. Right. Uh, so it's always been about booty. I'm taking you back to 1966, <laughs> Buffalo Springfield. Uh-huh. This oh is a song God. that if you've seen any movie True. about the period, about Vietnam, you know this song like okay. the back of your hand. Will yeah. I know? Will I know this? You will know this song. Okay, here we if go. If you don't, you're All in right. trouble. There's something happening. Oh yeah. Nice. Okay. Forrest Gump. Exactly Did you just say Forrest, Forrest Gump? Gump. <laughs> There's a man with a gun <laughs> over there. Telling me I got to beware. I think it's time we stop, children. What's that sound? Everybody, look what's going down. Now, hilarious side note, when I sent the note to Shade to pull that clip for me, I sent yeah. it through Ryder, and he, I handed him a note that said, Buffalo Springfield, for what it's worth, and he turned in a note to Shade that said, Bruce Springfield. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Claire, what you got for Throwback Thursday today? We had an amazing band in here yesterday called Gone West. They were fantastic. Uh, two so couples, good. couple men, couple women, beautiful harmonies, all this kind of stuff. But it wasn't until we they walked in the door and started to play for us that we realized that one of the members was Colby Calais. And that, of course, got in my head. Does she sing the song? Bubbly oh. from 2007. It's another Bodie song. Yeah. Baby making song right here. Oh, yeah. I remember when this song came out, actually, uh, I played it on my show, and yeah. I said, this could be a country song if produced yep. the right way. Mm-hmm. But So she's trying to go country now, Colby Collette. I don't know that I would necessarily call them country. They definitely have a country feel. They all met in Nashville. But their group and is called Gone West. It's called Gone West because it's about a love of the West, the Western oh. of Western America. And a lot of the first song they yeah. did was all this imagery about it. Yeah. It definitely has a country feel. It's certainly more country than a lot of things that, <laughs> that have been on sure. country radio lately. But they were just fantastic. Yeah, so yeah. Great singers. Ooh. Right of the Youngin, what you got, sir? Huh? Oh, yeah. Push the button so he can Pause talk. Your mic now. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. I like how we all mime in the uh, background. Yeah. Hey, Fitz, turn on the microphone. <laughs> uh, so last night, I got to go see Rolling Stones, which is kind of like a big bucket list thing for oh, me. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Did Bruce exactly. Springfield open for them? Uh, surprisingly, he did. <laughs> what? But uh, no, so for my Throwback Thursday, I kind of like to try and stay in the mid-ground of country and rock and roll, and I felt like this was the most country song that they have. Go ahead and play it. It is, yeah. Yeah. If you have any good suggestions for Throwback Thursday, uh, let us know. The Fit Show. And now, here's my daddy. It's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. As always, I love uh, receiving your What Are You Kidding Me? Stories. If you have any stupid news that you've discovered lately or maybe that somebody has sent to you, hit me up, message me, Facebook.com. Slash follow Fitz. I'm going to take you out of Olive Garden. <laughs> Fancy. Yeah. When you get punched in the eye <laughs> by some random guy that's some Wow. <laughs> that's the garden. <laughs> Folks, Olive Garden, you know they have unlimited breadsticks. 
unlimited salad from time to time, even unlimited pasta. So let's work together to make sure that, well, crazy unlimited violence doesn't go down in there because <laughs> because it's really such a great place. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, this is an exclusive. What the Florida story is 36-year-old Paul Blankfield was just arrested over the weekend uh, because he repeatedly punched another man in the neck <laughs> in Olive Garden. Wow. So endless knuckle sandwiches too, huh? To the neck. <laughs> The victim was Richard Bennett. He was eating with his family and his four-year-old son, uh, and apparently his son was making some noises. And Paul felt that it was disturbing his dining experience, so he went over to the little kid's dad, Richard, and punched him right in the neck. Wow. Sounds like some high-speed chicken feed, too. Are there? Yeah, definitely some high-speed chicken feed he was on. Do we have any questions, comments, or concerns? Yes, I'm sure someone had. Yes, Drew in the back of the room. Go ahead. Do you think he intended to punch him in the neck, or did he miss? Was he aiming for the face, and he missed him because punching throat punchers are weird. But God, he punched him in the neck. Yeah, you know what? I th- you make a good point because if he was going just for the neck, that could mean the dude is straight up psycho. Yeah, I mean he's already psycho enough that he's doing this in an Olive Garden in the first place. But if he was intentionally going for a brutal neck shot, that's petrifying. Yeah, it on is. many levels. Yeah. Yes. Are there any other questions? Yes, I, I, Claire. Were, were there any women in this scenario? Did either of these men have a wife? Does the, did, yeah, there does was the a lady. child have a mother that perhaps could have interceded in this situation, or did they maybe make it worse? I think they bailed, Claire. Yeah. 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 Drew, you have another question. Yeah. Uh, here's if the kid was making noise and that's what disturbed the guy, why did he fight the dad? Can't this kid fight his own battles? Why he, didn't the kid fight with this man? He was a child. Child. Really? All right, let's go to page two. What? Are you kidding me? Out of Wisconsin, folks. Don't let the bed bugs bite. Oh, ew. (laughs) At a hotel in Madison, Wisconsin, one guest said he was only trying to kill bed bugs with a cigarette. And this was a very poor decision on his part, and uh, the mattress caught on fire. Guests were quickly evacuated as firefighters responded. The hotel manager notified them that the mattress had already been brought outside. Firefighters remained on the scene until several rooms impacted by the smoke were fully cleared. No word on on if the bed bugs actually existed or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. I don't think you can see bed bugs. Yeah. These bed oh yes, bugs you can. Bed bugs are taking over everything. Oh, they really are. Like New York City, like all the hotels are infested with. Or, I thought they were like allegedly. Almost, aren't they like microscopic though, or almost close to? Or yeah, I might, no, I don't dust, think so. You're thinking of mites. Oh, you're right. You're bed right. bugs yeah. are. I'm just stupid. Sorry. Again, I think I think <laughs> this guy was he was battling meth bugs, not bed bugs. Yeah, I meth think you bugs. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right, and there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the. What are you kidding me? Stories of the day. You're listening to the Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fitz Files. This huge story came down last week about Chrisley Knows Best's family, Todd Chrisley and his wife, who've been indicted for tax evasion and a whole bunch of other things. And it came out that among the people who reported them and gave information to the feds were his daughter, Lindsay. Now, Lindsay's not been a part of the reality show. She's trying to distance herself from the family. And she claimed last week, as part of when these accusations came out, that they had actually tried to extort her with... with Nudie pictures, basically, of her that Todd had found on the internet and was threatening her with. His own daughter, right? This is his own daughter. daughter. It was a video, all that stuff. Well, now she's gone the next step. She's actually hired 
on armed security guard around the clock to protect her from her own family. And sources say with good reason, because you have to remember her brother, Kyle, who was one of the people that she claims was with her dad trying to extort her, does have an arrest for battery in the past. So he's considered a dangerous guy. Mm-hmm. So think about that. Your own family, just because they're the stars of some kind so of TV money, show, right? Money will do that to a you. Lot. They, have, they got way too much money, these people. Oh. Way too much money. That says a ton about him in one of two ways. It either says that his own daughter believes he's capable of harming her, which uh-huh. is terrible. Yeah. Or she's maybe doing this just as like a public assassination, like a public way of destroying his characters, uh, in which case the fact that she's willing to do that or wants to go to that level also says a bunch in of which case, yes. Christmas is not going to be the same either way. No. I think Christmas is canceled. No. Nobody's gonna, <laughs> nobody's gonna pass the taters. I'm yeah. thinking oh. not. Do you yeah. want to spend Christmas with your dad that said he's gonna release your sex tape? Yep. Christmas wow. with Christmas. Uh, hey Fitz, do your kids think that it's so cool that you're the guy from the radio, or are you just a big fat nerd? My kids used to think that. And now my kids are ashamed when I even post something on Instagram. Yeah. I would say your younger kids still think it's cool. Yeah, my babies my babies think it's awesome. But I still think deep down my older kids do. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I really don't even know if they know what I do for a living sometimes. Oh. You are in exact company with yeah. Nick Dreamy himself. Patrick yes. Dempsey from Grey's Anatomy. I'm McFitzy. Yep. yep. His kids now officially <laughs> make fun of him for being a heartthrob. They think the people's sexiest man alive thing is the funniest thing that ever happened on the planet. Yeah. He said his 17-year-old daughter always felt this way. His twin 12-year-old sons thought he was the greatest thing in the world until they turned 12, and now they're like, get away from me, Dad. But you know what? In a couple of years, they're, they're going to be uh, extra proud of the fact. Like, when they're around 18, 19 years old, the, the kids are going to be like, yeah, my dad's McDreamy. Right. Mm-hmm. That's going to be well, the coolest thing. Well, spending his money, yeah. I'll be like, <laughs> hey, we'll make more McDreamy. Is it Grey's Anatomy season 29 on by now? Yeah. I thought hey, I only killed you off, but come on back here, doctor. McDreamy just got me a new McPorsche. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Isn't it there time you... to remake Can't Buy Me Love? <laughs> that was great. Go. That was a good one. What that about one the one? Is that doesn't the... need a remake. Was that the one with the extra anchovies? That's the one. That's the one. Can't Buy Me Love. What a great movie. No, that's Loverboy. I'm sorry. That's Loverboy. Lover Boy. Can't Buy Me Love is the one with the telescope. Yes. The blonde girl. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. There you go. You've got the good, <laughs> the bad, and the gossip. You've got the Fitz Files. Live. Real. All right, bro. Funny. Man, I don't give a damn flam, Sam. Forget the peanut butter jelly. I'm ready to jam. The Fit Show. Testing on. Hello. Hello. Testing. Testing. You know what I mean? Um, a couple minutes ago, I was having a conversation. You know, hopefully I'm going to get to see my, my parents pretty soon. And uh, I guess I just made a comment that I'm going to give my mom a big old kiss on her lips. And Drew, uh, my buddy Drew over here, made a very, very bizarre face about, you know, me uh, kissing my mother on her lips. And then I made a, a point to mention that I also kiss my kids on their lips. Like my, my oldest son, Corbin, is 21 now. Chloe is 18. Cooper's 17. My babies are seven and six, and, and and I kiss them on their lips. Yeah, little kids, fine, but the older kids and your parents, <gasps> like, that's weird. Oh, we always did that. See, no. thank I you, still, Claire. I still do do it with relatives, my siblings and aunts and uncles, everybody. No, I would never, ever kiss my brother or sister on the lips, ever. I that, that makes it weird, I think. I mean, yeah, it, yeah, it's weird, right? It's weird that I would kiss my mom or, or my dad but and my kids, but never my brothers or sisters, right? Look, I'm I, sure. Yeah, I'm not one to judge because I kiss all my everybody on the lips. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure I'm not the... 
best judge of this because I'm not even really that comfortable with hugs. But uh, that's true. Which 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 really makes me want to dissect your childhood. There's nothing I really wrong with my childhood. want to get into the inner Drew. There's nothing wrong with my childhood. Why don't you let me see that baby both, boy? Both of my. <laughs> where's that little? Where where's little Andrew? Both of my sisters are perfectly well-adjusted, loving, caring individuals. I I'm just that way. That's just who I am. Is it okay to kiss your family members on the lips? I feel judged right now. I feel, I mean, the look I received when I say I kiss my kids on the lips and stuff, it's just not appreciated. Well, it, it just, just because you don't love your mother like like you should. I love my mom all, the exact amount I should. If she walked in right now, would you kiss her on the lips? No. Fitz <laughs> <laughs> Eppins Live. Just let us know what you picked up from today's show. Thank you so much for checking out the show today, uh, you guys. You're unbelievable on the phones and social media. Without our P1s, there is no show. Um, here's what I learned today. I learned, this is weird, during the show today, I learned that uh, I think I have somebody who might be following me when I go to Big Lots. <laughs> I think that's very funny. This guy, like several times during the show today, was like, hey, man, when are you going to Big Lots? <laughs> when are you coming back? Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, can't forget that. See for yourself. I don't know. I don't know. Just Awkward. Definitely. He said he watched me in the toilet paper aisle at Big Lots. At least he didn't watch you in the toilet. Well, why wouldn't he, why wouldn't he say what's up? Why just, you know, wa- watching? That's a little odd. All right. Um, hey, Drew, what about you? What have we learned today? I learned that uh, even though he sings Blue Tacoma, Russell Dickerson has a sick classic uh, blazer. That's cool. Yes. That's cool. Said it was the first th- big thing he bought with a music check. How about the special? It, it was cool. We, we did a special interrogation. On yeah. Russell Dickerson today. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Uh, Claire, what about you? What have we learned today? I learned that if you think you see bugs that aren't really there, we can call them meth bugs. And also, <laughs> yeah. more importantly, you shouldn't set them on fire. Yeah. Lest you Please, folks, don't list. try to set the bed bugs or, or whatever, the meth bugs on fire because yeah. didn't the hotel catch on fire? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't don't set bedding on fire yeah. ever. I suspect it was more of a motel. You know what's crazy is, why are the bumblebees dying? All these bumblebees are dying, yet the bed bugs are just, you know, continuing to sort of uh, infest. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should train the bed bugs to pollinate flowers. Oh. Instead of eating our dead flesh. I think I just got my next Get Rich Quick theme. Well, <laughs> you go right on with that one. Let oh. me know how that one goes. Okay. <laughs> All right, Ryder the Young, and what about you? What have we learned today? Oh, today during the show, I learned that... Uh, a white van inside a Big Lots parking lot is now Fitz's worst nightmare. Oh, my God. <laughs> white vans. Petrifying. Absolutely petrifying. Inside the Big Lots parking lot. All right. Have a great day, you guys. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Claire. I'm Ryder the Youngin'. Think me. Because <laughs> you think it anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody. That's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.